welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Sean Padrick, and I am grateful to be here with you in this moment. This podcast is all about encouraging and supporting you to walk your own unique path in this life, to discover and explore the depth within yourself. This podcast is for people who know that there is so much more to them than what they've been conditioned to believe. It's for those desiring to expand their awareness and go beyond the known of the old story of their life, of who they've been. It's for anyone who knows that they have something to offer, that they have more to give to the world, more to express, more to create. Following your path is not easy, which is why so many don't do it. Walking through those fires of doubt, fear, limitation, and insecurity can be super intense. But that is exactly what allows your true self to emerge. The shadow always brings the gift. With this podcast, I have conversations with people who are truly living their authentic path despite the societal pressures, despite the safeties of the comfort zone and convenience, following someone else's path. The people who said yes and took the leap into the unknown to follow their dreams in their hearts. The intention of this podcast is to create possibility for those who are maybe feeling stuck or powerless, hopeless, thinking reality is fixed and they just have to accept a life that is not exciting, fulfilling, or passionate. And it's also for those who are walking their path now and are going through the extreme challenges that that can bring to keep going. My intention is through these conversations to inspire and encourage you to go within and to allow the emergence of all that you are. The world needs that now more than ever. You have a medicine, a song, and a story that no other being on this planet has, and that is your gift to the world. I thank you for being here, being part of this community, and my prayer is that you have the strength, the trust, and the resiliency to go out into the world to sing your song and dance your dance. Now is the time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Sean Graves. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, welcome. It's amazing to have you here. Thanks for listening. And if you're someone that's supported the show for a while, Sending you so much love and very grateful that uh, you're here. So I'm recording this podcast for a couple of reasons, but uh, one of the main ones is that last week I had an illness that um, really put me down in a way that I haven't before, uh, in a way that I could barely move, and I it was very painful. It was just waves of pain like all day long and and through the night that made it really hard to sleep. Um, Intense fevers and just, yeah, really painful aches in different places. And um, I felt very disempowered. I felt very vulnerable. I felt very isolated. And it made me start to think of a lot of different things. When I was a kid, actually, I would say for the majority of my life, you know, I've been alive for 35 years And if I look at the story of my life, I would say that, yeah, the majority of the time I spent very disempowered. 
very disconnected from myself, very locked in to my small self story, very disconnected from my spirit until the last like, you know, 10 years or so. Um, but when I was, you know, 12, 13, right around that time frame, I found Tony Robbins, who obviously is one of the world's top motivational speakers and all things personal development. I found him and his book, Awaken the Sleeping Giant, did something for me. It For the first time, it gave me a glimpse of the possibility of, of what empowerment is, what it, what it feels like to experience yourself from a place of empowerment. And I think there's a lot of different levels of that, right? Because in the personal development world, there is the empowerment of the self, right? It's like, all right, I'm making self-improvements. I'm becoming a better person. I'm engaging in behaviors that make me feel empowered. I'm eating and eating right, exercising, you know, all the things, all the human things, right? And then there's a much deeper, way more powerful sense of empowerment, and that is to be connected to uh, your spirit, to know that you are a divine being, an expression of all of life, and that you create your own reality. And that's connected to the, the solar plexus chakra that we all have in our energy centers. And this is where... Uh, human evolution is moving more and more into on a collective level, coming out of the root chakra where it's all about me, 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 self-preservation, awareness into a place of empowerment, which will eventually then lead to uh, us bringing our awareness into the heart chakra, which is the recognition that we are all one and we make choices based on for the good of all instead of just, you know, what am I going to get from this? which is something I'll get into in a little bit. But anyways, I found motivational speaking to be something really special and something that gave me a feeling that rose me out of any hopelessness or despair or insecurity and kind of for the first time gave me, like I said, a glimpse of, wow, here's what it feels like to, to be powerful in your body. And that was so foreign to me. Um, in my experience for most of my life. My truth during those times, especially like, you know, middle school, teenage years, was I'm just a little boy and there's nothing I can do and I have no influence on the world and I'm just trying to get by, just trying to survive this thing, you know, and maybe along the way feel somewhat peaceful. That was my truth and motivational speaking would take me out of that and get me to a place of like, wow, I can actually make some changes. I can actually feel good in myself. In my early adult life, that became a huge staple for me. So I would listen to people like Zig Ziglar and Bob Proctor, and and I got, in, I got really into metaphysical teachings, which were all about self-empowerment in the sense of I, I create my own experience. I create my reality through my words, my thoughts, my actions, and the universe reflects who I'm being. And I found uh, Les Brown. Les Brown was my favorite motivational speaker. I listened to him. I would take the train to work every day. I would listen to Les Brown morning and night when I'd be coming home. There was something about the energy of his message that we all have greatness. And it's all around us recognizing that for ourselves. And 
the way he delivered it, he kind of had this um, kind of Baptist preacher sermon type of energy to him, if that makes sense. He was just such an orator, and the energy he would transfer with his words to huge groups of people was so powerful to me. And I thought that was uh, something that was like so, what a beautiful gift to be able to share that energy and get thousands of people inspired and empowered. Because when you're in that place, you're not stuck by the clutches of hopelessness and despair. It's like all things are possible. And when all things are possible and you actually connect to that, your, your life experience becomes a lot different. And you look at the world and you look at yourself much differently. So I appreciated people who were able to give that feeling to others. And that became something that I wanted to give to others because I had felt so disconnected from that for most of my life. And I was like, I don't want anybody in this fucking world to feel hopeless or despair. I don't want anybody in this world to be stuck like I was in the small self story of little me, I can't do anything, victimhood bullshit. Because it was so miserable and it was so dark to be in that place for me. And so when I found something that took me out of that and connected me to something greater, it felt so fucking awesome. And all I wanted to do was share it. And I couldn't get enough of Les Brown. And I ended up getting to meet him finally one day. And that was a whole cool story. I think I've shared on much earlier podcasts a couple years ago, uh, which I won't get into today, but I finally did get to meet him and say thank you, take in his energy in person. And I, and I yeah, of course, the universe lined it up where I got to have dinner with him and his wife. <laughs> it's cool like that, yo. The universe is is very beautiful like that. So... And all my intention was was to meet him one day and just say thank you, which I got to do very intimately. Anyways, uh, this recent illness had me feeling very disconnected from all of my power. And previously, when things like this would happen or when it, you know life circumstances would create that feeling of, of disconnect for myself and be very disempowered like that, I would say things like, I don't like this. I hate this feeling. Get me out of this. I can't wait till it's over. So much resistance to it, right? Like I'm fighting it. Like I'm putting on my arm and I'm trying to fight this demon of, um, yeah, disempowerment and disconnection. And what I learned through this recent illness was that to learn to become okay with having periods where you do feel disempowered you know, because like I said, I spent the majority of my life in that place. So then when I finally connected to my inner strength and my spirit and my soul, it felt so good to start to exist from that place. And I wanted to hold on to it and I wanted it to never go away. But I recognized through this recent experience that I had to surrender and learn to be okay with that feeling of disconnection and being in the void and being in hopelessness and despair. And in that act of surrendering and learning to be okay with with that black hole, um, that in itself is actually what's empowering. It forced me to really do this at a level that I was not expecting. And even though, yeah, because the resistance that I was creating of like, I don't like this, I don't want this, was making me suffer worse, of course, right? Because what we resist, it's like trying to block the river 
of flowing water and the pressure just builds up and gets crazy when you're not letting things flow. And I didn't realize it was actually making me more powerful. It was polishing my diamond and making me feel more powerful because I was learning to be okay with um, letting that experience in and, and allowing it to be at the table. And I had to get put down pretty hard for that. And it was very painful and actually super interesting connection. I didn't even realize it was Easter, right? And I didn't realize like, you know, that week was the passion of the Christ leading up to the crucifixion. And it was some of the most suffering I've, I've felt in my adult life through illness. And then on Sunday, on Easter, again, I didn't even realize it was Easter. I had my own resurrection experience where I got my strength back for the most part. And I could, I could live pretty normally again. And I could get up and walk and go outside and do things and felt like I was back to myself a little bit. And, and then I, I recognized that it was Easter and I was like, holy shit, this day is literally all about resurrection. And I feel like I'm resurrected from the dead right now. So very fascinating parallel because I've always had a very deep connection with Yeshua, um, with Mary Magdalene, with Mother Mary, just uh, all the teachings of Yeshua. I've always been super drawn to. I bring him into my healing stuff that I do with people, into ceremony stuff. Um, we just have this really beautiful thing and it was almost like I, in a, in a very small way, of course, um, was kind of having that experience of like the intense suffering and then almost like a death of an old part of me and, and learning to surrender and let go and just be in the face of hopelessness and despair and pain and suffering um, created a new level of empowerment within myself. Cause then it's like, if those aspects of darkness can't drag you down with them anymore and you don't resist them and you recognize that they're actually part of the human experience, like hopelessness and despair is just as valid as the highest form of empowerment and love and joy and all the things that we really like. They are all on the same spectrum and the hope the, the hopelessness and despair actually helps you to appreciate the other things so much more. And that's what this sickness did for me. And I was very grateful for that. And it taught me something that I I needed to be I knew that I needed to be humbled. I was kinda coasting a little bit and in my going back to my old ways and not appreciating my time, not valuing my time was uh has been a big theme for me allowing distraction to take me out of the present moment, um, allowing, yeah, it's nothing new, technology to be an escape for me from maybe uncomfortable feelings or just addiction in general, like dopamine-wise, uh, neuroscientifically-wise, right? Being addicted to the, the dopamine releases that you get short-term gratification from, you know, these devices that are designed to do that. And that's not the way that I want to live my life. And I, I've been allowing that to take me out of the moment. And this illness um, floored me so much that I could barely even look at a screen. <laughs> and, and, and also had so many beautiful lessons as part of it. So the other message I want to share with this too is like, you know, I look at the world and, I, and I, I've worked with a lot of people over the years and one of the biggest issues that I see is us 
are people being caught in that small self narrative, that disempowered victimhood narrative. And I look at the world that's been created because that's being, that energy is being held by so many, and that's become the dominant consciousness for so many. We have a lot of issues because of it. And my mission became early on because I loved the way that Les Brown made me feel where it was like, I do have greatness and I can make change and I can impact the world by making these shifts within myself to allowing myself to become empowered within me. And I don't need it from, I don't need to listen to Les Brown 24 hours a day and then that's gone when I'm not listening to him. I can actually create that within myself and connect to that divine part of me that um, knows nothing but that and, and could never see itself as a victim because life chose me to be here and to express through me and all things are possible. Everything is energy. I'm the one who decides what I want to do with that information and I can utilize my free choice to fuck off and let the patterns run my life and I can be reactive or I can embrace my creatorship, my co-creatorship with all of life that I'm just getting a mirror back to me in the outside reality of who I'm being and what I'm holding on to. And so these experiences help us to, to show where we have victimhood consciousness going on, where we have been allowing ourselves to feel disempowered in some kind of way. And I think if we had a world where people were up in their solar plexus and in that sense of um, taking full ownership and responsibility for their reality and what's happening and feeling empowered to actually create the lives that they know are inside of them and, and make the moves that they want to make beyond the fear, beyond the, the grasp of the ego and trying to keep us where we've been and trying to keep us um, comfortable, convenient, safe, all the things... Uh, our our world would look so much fucking different and it would feel so good to share that energy with people and it's like what could we create from that place if if we were in that sense of anything's possible and anything i focus on it's going to happen because i believe in myself and i trust myself and i know i'm one with all of life i'm one with the universe I'm an expression of that, and life wants my desires to come to life through me to experience that. It put those inside of me to experience that. So I recognize that, you know, if I want to see that in the world, I have to become that myself. And to become that, ultimately, I have to be able to look at the, the void. I have to be able to look at all of the victim I'd been carrying within myself and reconcile it and let it be seen for what it is and, and be able to um, dance with hopelessness and despair and guilt and resentment and shame and let them be okay and not fight them and not um, demonize them and recognize again that they're all part of the same spectrum, but yet not let myself dwell there, um, but to let myself fully experience those things which inherently leads you on the path back to empowerment, back to your heart, back to your soul. 
and starting to that's I think that's what's happening, right? We're reorienting our experience as human beings at a soul level where we're going to now experience life intuitively um, through the heart, uh, through our authenticity, meaning that we're becoming more and more of who we truly are. And anything beyond that is, is a lie that we'll be able to see and feel and sense very easily, not only with ourselves, but with other people around us. And from that place, we're not going to have corruption. We're not going to have misalignment nearly as much. We're going to have systems and things that come in that support and reflect back these big shifts that we're doing within ourselves. And that's why it's such a big mission to uh, say yes to this work, to commit to the inner challenges, the inner work, the curriculum that we all have uniquely in our own ways. Recognize these, these pieces of ourselves that have been keeping us rooted in that old story of what it meant to be a human. Again, in this, in the survival paradigm, in the root chakra, me, 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 self-preservation energy, right? We're expanding out of that into, especially in the Aquarian age, right? It's all about coming together, unification. You're me, I'm you, living different journeys, going from the, the me to the we. And that is what's being created and what's coming into our planet right now. And I'm just so present to that. And I wanted to share this recent experience because, yeah, there's so many people disconnected from their power, right? You hear that all the time in the spiritual and personal development worlds of like, you got to be connected to your power, man. You know, come back to your power. What is power? To me, it's, knowing who the fuck you are and acting from that place and being that. When you're in your power, which again to me is you're connected to your heart and your soul's driving the car instead of your ego, everything's possible. And you're becoming the change that you wish to see in the world. I want to see people fully connected to their power, operating from that place where there's no scarcity going on, there's no victimhood, there's no separation. They know who they are, they know why they're here, and they give from that place. And like an antenna, that energy is just going right into the earth and creating new narratives because our energy goes into the grid, the magnetic grid of the earth, and it connects all of us. And so as each of us do the inner work, we are transforming that earth grid and putting a different energy in there and rewiring it. It's like earth is a big nervous system, right? Of like the mycelial connection, the energetic grids, and each of our antenna is contributing to what's being imprinted into that. So to take responsibility of your life and of your planet, of our planet and the future generations is is very empowering. It's it's very it's a big shift, no doubt, because it's very much in opposition to the way that most of us have been seeing ourselves, but it's so fucking worthy and our planet is just desperate for it and humanity is desperate for it. So, if you are one who is doing this, I just give you so much um praise and so much recognition and I and I say I see you and thank you. Um, for playing your part and doing your thing. 
and to keep going, keep going no matter how difficult it feels and it gets. Because as we go up the levels, things get more and more challenging, you know? Our ego does not want to do this, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what I wanted to share. I think that is most of what I wanted to say. There might have been one piece that was missing. That's okay. I'll put it into the next one. But again, if you're here, sending you so much love. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening. When you could be listening to a million different things right now, there's something that drew you to this, to hear this message today. So I hope you receive whatever that was and that you actually integrate it into your life and you don't just let it be something cool and inspiring that you listen to for you know, a little bit and then you just go do the next thing in your life and then it just fizzles and fades away. Like let this land. Let this become part of your experience and, and to make this choice to move yourself into a place of empowerment so that you can start to become a beacon of that for the people around you and, and a permission slip and you know, just the energy of what that feels like so other people can draw from that and, and uh, yeah, aspire to want more of that for themselves. Sending everybody all the love. Thank you for being here. I will see you all really soon.